Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the O Show podcast presented by FantasyJocks.com. Be a champ today. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the O Show podcast presented by FantasyJocks.com. I am your host, Jack O'Hara. Episode 39, Let Me Be Frank. And after this episode, I can assure you that you will never... Will never... Will never... Ever... Be the same again... The O Show Podcast is presented by FantasyJocks.com. Be a champ today. Go get your fantasy trophies, plaques, belts, rings, you name it. Fantasy football season just about over unless you're doing the playoff challenge. Wild card weekend this weekend. Cowboys take on the Seahawks in Arlington Saturday night at 8.15 on Fox. The Colts will visit the Texans around 4.30 p.m., I want to say. In Houston, Colts picking up a monumental win against the Titans Week 17 Sunday Night Football to enter as the sixth seed in the AFC. So go get your trophies, rings, belts, whatever the hell you want at FantasyJocks.com. Be a champ today. However, on episode 39 of the O Show podcast, I don't want to talk about football. I don't want to talk about baseball. Not about wrestling, not about college football, not about the UFC, not about the NHL. Out of all the things that I can talk about and out of all the things I want to talk about on this Christmas holiday, I want to talk about this. I know what you want. Oh, sure, they may have tried to separate us, but what we have is too strong, it's too powerful. I mean, after all, we shared everything, you and I. I told you my deepest, darkest secrets. I showed you exactly what people are capable of. I shocked you with my honesty, but mostly I challenged you and made you think. And you trusted me, even though you knew you shouldn't. So we're not done, no matter what anyone says. And besides, I know what you want. You want me back. Of course, some believed everything and had just been waiting with bated breath to hear me confess it all. They're just dying to have me declare that everything said is true and that I got what I deserved. Wouldn't that be easy if it was all so simple? Only you and I both know it's never that simple, not in politics and not in life. But you wouldn't believe the worst without evidence, would you? You wouldn't rush to judgments without facts, would you? Did you? No, not you. You're smarter than that. Anyway, all this presumption made for such an unsatisfying ending. And to think it could have been such a memorable send-off. I mean, if you and I have learned nothing else these past years, it's that in life and art, nothing should be off the table. We weren't afraid, not of what we said, not of what we did, and we're still not afraid. Because I can promise you this. 
If I didn't pay the price for the things we both know I did do, I'm certainly not going to pay the price for the things I didn't do. Oh, of course, they're going to say I'm being disrespectful, not playing by the rules like I ever played by anyone's rules before. I never did. And you loved it. Anyhow, despite all the poppycock, the animosity, the headlines, the impeachment without a trial, despite everything, despite even my own death, I feel surprisingly good. And my confidence grows each day that soon enough you will know the full truth. think of it you never actually saw me die did you conclusions can be so deceiving miss me Does everybody remember uh, Kevin Spacey's role as Frank Underwood on House of Cards? I have only one thing to say. Go fuck yourself. So obviously, as everybody knows at this point, uh, Academy Award winning actor Kevin Spacey up against the wall at this point with sexual assault allegations in uh, Massachusetts, among other places, who the hell knows where. He was forced to leave the original Netflix series House of Cards, which was an awesome show on Netflix, a great watch for the first five seasons. Season six was passed over to Robin Wright as the main character after Spacey was forced to leave the show. Um, She was the lead role for season six. Spacey's Frank Underwood was killed off in the process, even though, as you saw in that video, uh, you never really saw him die. Season six was kind of rushed in my opinion kind of uh overdone per se uh doug stamper his chief of staff uh killed by robin wright's character claire underwood in the very end she kind of went on a murder spree in season six killing off all of her loose ends but nonetheless uh on christmas eve this year december 24th 2018 spacey came out from under the shadows for the first time since entering sex addiction in rehab and pulled out his first public stunt being um, in a manner that mostly nobody expected. Kevin Spacey released a YouTube video of himself portraying his House of Cards character Frank Underwood in an attempt to address his recent assault accusations. Uh, Regardless of what anybody thinks of the video, the Let Me Be Frank video that he posted on YouTube that included the bizarre monologue from Spacey as Frank Underwood, Uh, brought in more than 8 million views on YouTube in a three-day span. In 72 hours, over 8 million views. Given the timing of the video on Christmas Eve, many out there are curious to see what Spacey's rebuttal was as he faces felony assault and battery charges in Massachusetts. Uh, The video, uh, Kevin Spacey kind of appears to address the latest accusations in his case, stating, but you wouldn't believe the worst without evidence. But you wouldn't believe the worst without evidence, would you? You wouldn't rush to judgments without facts, would you? Did you? Uh, This video actually came within days of Spacey being charged with a count of felony, innocent assault and battery charges, and will be arraigned in Massachusetts court come uh, January 7th. You accuse me of breaking the rules, and I tell you, I am playing by the rules. 
the very rules that you and I all agreed upon, the very rules that you and I all wrote together. So, yes, I'm guilty as hell, but then so are all of you. Yes, the system is corrupt, but you wanted a guardian at the gate like me, and why? Because you know I will do whatever it takes. And you have all enjoyed it, been party to it, and benefited by it. Oh, don't deny it. You've loved it. So regardless what anybody thinks or thinks that he did, I honestly have no idea. We'll see. Uh, Alyssa Wilkinson from Fox Sports, or Fox News, that is, had this to say about the Kevin Spacey video. was also baffled. I couldn't figure out what he was trying to do, why he was doing it as Frank Underwood, a notorious lying and murdering character, or, or what the purpose was at all. Do we have any idea whether this is some kind of comeback? Well, it's hard to say. What we do know is that Netflix, uh, which carried House of Cards, declined to comment and made it clear many times that they don't want to work with him again. Um, House of Cards is not coming back. Uh, but what he could be trying to do is convince a certain number of his fans that he's trying to stage a comeback anyhow, that uh, they shouldn't judge him based on these allegations or other accusations that have been coming forward over the past year, um, and that they should do this because of the kind of character that he's played in the past. Could that kind of message be received well by his fans? I think it's a very small number of people who would receive it well. Um, you know, if you've watched House of Cards, you know that this character is, again, a cheat, a liar. He never says anything truthful unless it benefits him. Um, he murders people to get his way. And so most people, I think, who watch the show know that this character, even if they kind of admire him a little, he's not someone that you're supposed to trust. Uh, but with most TV shows about antiheroes, there is a group of people who watch them and think that's someone to emulate. And you can imagine people finding something kind of interesting or intriguing or honest about this character. You've been writing not only about, about this, but also other men who have been accused of misconduct or harassment or, or assault uh, in the last year and a half or so. How does this moment that, that it seems as though Spacey's trying to seize compare to some of the, these other men who've been accused uh, and their attempts to try and get back into the public eye? Yeah, it's really interesting to look at this. So, for instance, um, Spacey himself, when allegations first came out against him a year ago, um, he tried to deflect them by coming out at the same time and saying he wanted to be honest and open and live as a gay man, which was not anything anyone was talking about. They were talking about him making unwanted sexual advances towards a minor. Um, but you can also look at men, for instance, like Harvey Weinstein. When allegations came out against him um, in October of 2017, his response was to issue a letter that seemed to take them very lightly and say he was going to spend his time fighting the National Rifle Association, um, which is not related in any way, again. Or you can think about someone like Louis C.K., who has a very different set of allegations against him, but he's been making a comeback in New York to doing sets at comedy clubs. And in his first set that was kind of announced, he made um, jokes about rape whistles, which seems like an unforced error. Why would you do that? Um, so we kind of see this over and over where men who have been powerful, maybe they've been celebrities, maybe the truth is that they've just been used to kind of not really being connected to reality in a way that has 
I don't know, coddled them or given a, a different sense of who they are and how people respond to them than is actually the case. So, so that their fame has somehow allowed them to deflect in the past or somehow think that they can get away with this conduct. But is there any sense that they can get away with it, that, that haven't we changed, haven't we gone beyond the point where the fame allows them to do what they've been doing? Right. Well, this is kind of what we're figuring out right now. We're a little over a year out from when the big Me Too movement began, when all these allegations against famous people started to sort of tumble out. Um, and we're starting to see right now people like Louis C.K., like perhaps Kevin Spacey seems to be doing, trying to make a comeback into the public eye. The question is whether the public is uh, accepting of that. And also, I think, whether people um, are looking for a true sense of honesty or self-awareness or something like repentance before they are willing to bring that person back um, and say, you know, we, we love you like we used to. And unfortunately, in some of these cases, um, both Weinstein and Spacey, for instance, uh, you know, they were kind of open secrets in Hollywood. A lot of people knew these sorts of things were going on for a long time. So it wasn't a shocker. Um, and they're, they're very serious allegations. Yes, they are. Alyssa Wilkinson with Vox. Thank you very much. Yeah, and regardless of anybody's take on this, that was just, like, very, very strange to watch that video. Um, and it didn't even seem like he was that into it. I feel like it took him a few takes before he actually released that video. It was almost like, all right, Kevin, you're Frank Underwood. You're Frank Underwood. Yes, I'm Frank Underwood. And then he definitely seemed a little bit off of his game there. Because at the beginning of that video, he seemed a little tense. It was like, all right. Frank Underwood. Frank Underwood. Come on, Kevin. Come on, Kevin. You're Frank Underwood. Yes, I'm Frank Underwood. And then he just went from there. He hit it again. The second take felt great. And it's not even surprising that he posted this video. The guy's crazy enough to post something like this. He even said it in the video. He, he never played by the rules. I mean, when someone this big of an actor isn't crazy, I'm shocked. But if you want to hear an alternate take, here's Joe Rogan from the Joe Rogan Experience on Kevin Spacey's shocking, weird... Let me be frank, video reaction. From that powder. God knows the power they give you and what you buy into. Just to make that tape just shows you how fucking creepy he's getting. Now, I really think to be that good at acting, you gotta be out of your fucking mind. Kevin Spacey's a bad motherfucker when it comes to acting. All the horrible things he's done aside. There's a there's a quality about someone that's that good, you know. They're just got a, like a certain amount of insanity yeah, to them. There's not, this is not a, apologizing for his actions. Everything he did is horrendous. But I mean, to be surprised that you're seeing him seem crazy there, no, that's not surprising. He's too he's too good to not be crazy. Like I would assume that they're all when they're not crazy. I'm shocked. You know, when someone is a you know seems to. Like, Daniel Day-Lewis doesn't seem to be crazy, right? He just seems to be obsessed. He just seems to be obsessed with work. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I think all those brilliant motherfuckers are out of their mind. It's just his out of his mind is... Yeah, but I have a German show. Horrible. And, of course, regardless of the whole situation, the accusations, whatever the hell he did, uh, House of Cards is still one of the biggest, baddest shows there is. One of my all-time favorites. I, I watched it for the past couple months. Frank Underwood is definitely one of my all-time favorite characters. Has to be one of the all-time greatest characters on TV today. So with that being said, Scoop.com has released 
uh, a list of 16 badass house of card quotes that you can use in your everyday lifestyle whether it's at home at school in sporting events here are 16 quotes that you can use from frank underwood in your okay it gives you a topic as well so here we go when your friends tell you to dump your girlfriend frank says i love that woman i love her more than sharks love blood incredible quote two when people accuse you of being fake he says after all we are nothing more or less than what we choose to reveal brilliant just shows how good of an actor he is all right number three when you need to describe that colleague who tries to be the boss's pet all right power is a lot a lot like real estate it's all about location 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 the closer you are to the source the higher your property value just a bit out Number four, when the same boss's pet tries to boss you around. Proximity to power deludes some into thinking that they wield it. God, is that so true? And if the worst thing about this job is having to tolerate my boss's dipshit cokehead son, well, it's a small price to pay. Number five, when you do your frenemy a favor, generosity is its own form of power. Hi, uh, I'm Kevin Spacey. Uh Hopefully you might have known that, and if not, hi, I'm Kevin Spacey. I could also say, hi, I'm Chevy Chase, but that wouldn't be true. Number six, when your best friend starts going out with your ex-girlfriend. Friends make the worst enemies. That one's kind of bland. I'm just going to go to number seven. Number seven, when your parents ask you to go to sleep. I've always loathed the necessity of sleep. Like death, it puts even the most powerful men on their backs. What an ego. No, but I keep hearing my beeping sound going off on my computer. I'll just turn off the sounds there. Number eight, when your parents ask you why you've come home so late and you've actually had a valid excuse, there's no better way to overpower a trickle of doubt than with a flood of naked truth. I don't even know what that means. Number nine, when you're watching TV during elections, democracy is so overrated. Democracy is so overrated. And the final one. On this list, number 10, when you're caught cheating in an exam, all of the things I hold in high regards rules is not one of them. Huh. You know, I actually lied. There's six more of the top 16 badass quotes. So number 11, when you meet your girlfriend or boyfriend's bestie of the opposite gender, shake with your right hand but hold a rock with your left. God damn. Number 12. When you regularly crib about selfies and get caught taking one yourself, do you think I'm a hypocrite? Well, you should. I wouldn't disagree with you. I've always loathed people like that. That's not a quote. That's just my general take on selfies. Number 13, when someone tries to cut in line in front of you at a fast food restaurant. For those of us climbing to the top of the food chain, there can be no mercy. There is but one rule. Hunt or be hunted. Amen. Number 14. When you're the only non-vegetarian at the dinner table. If you don't like how the table is set, turn over the table. Couldn't have said it better myself. Number 15. Right after a nasty breakup, there are two kinds of pain. The sort of pain that makes you strong or useless pain. The sort of pain that's only suffering. I have no patience for useless things. Alright, number 16. Now this is the final quote. When you get your allowance from mom two days after getting it from your dad... Of course, when money is coming your way, you don't ask questions. I will not disagree with that statement. Uh, on YouTube, the Huffington Post posted a video around three minutes of a game who said it, either 
President Donald Trump or President Frank Underwood. Go on to the Huffington Post YouTube channel and check that video out. As you'd be surprised to see that they have similar uh, quotes and similar ideas for the United States of America, which is both funny and scary. But with that being said, it's time to turn over to a different topic. We talked about Kevin Spacey for the better half of the past 20 minutes. Let's talk about Netflix's latest phenomenon, Bird Box, starring Sandra Bullock. It got over 6 million views in a span of, I don't know, a few days, even though there was only 22 accounts reported that actually saw the movie. So Netflix, trying to figure that out, broke all kinds of records for Sandra Bullock. We'll also talk about Haunting of, a, or Haunting of Hill House, another Netflix original, One Season Affair. So here to talk about Bird Box and Haunting of Hill House, I bring in a first-time-ever guest. I've had a lot of first-time-evers, a few of the family. We've had my brother Declan, co-host, Owen McCarran, little cousin, and now I bring in the third member of our family, our other sibling, my sister, Megan O'Hara. So Bird Box, record-breaking um, members on Netflix, Sandra Bullock. The whole premise of the movie was basically one day, normal day life, and all of a sudden people started seeing whether it was their worst fear or like a yeah, lost one. Made them see it. And their eyes got all red, all irritated, and then they all just killed themselves. <laughs> yeah. Apocalyptic. Like I, I know. I wonder, like, if that happened in real life, what would like if one day we were just walking down the street and all of a sudden we saw our worst fear and everybody oh started killing each other left and right? That'd be terrifying. So the whole premise of that, she was with her sister. She was pregnant. She didn't want to have a baby. Or she was pregnant. She, she well, she was pregnant and she was just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, she like, didn't I don't really think, care about. I don't think she really cared about her kids, even yeah. when they were like trying to survive. She didn't really seem like they. Uh, well, their names were girl and boy. Yeah, who, <laughs> she, named, who names their I mean, daughter and son girl and boy? I think she just named them that so they didn't have hope for like a future in case there wasn't one. You know what I mean? Still, like that's the that's the whole premise of life yeah. to have a purpose, to, to have be, like, hope. A person, yeah, yeah. I, that's what sure. that guy. I don't even know what, what was his name. Tom. Tom. The guy that was that's like. What, yeah, why he was, that's why he was telling them the stories and stuff. I mean, I understand the fact that you wouldn't want to tell them stories like that because then they go outside right. and see they it for go, themselves. Yeah, they can't see anything outside. But, but. The, at least give them names. Like, I don't understand like how giving them names gives them false hope. They never saw outside. No. Well. At all. Um. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because they can't take their blindfolds off outside. Yeah, they were born into it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. They don't know what, like, the outside... And they fast-forwarded a lot in that movie. Like, they they were, like... I had to be, like, six, seven years old. They had to be, like, old. five or six. Yeah, yeah. like, they, were, they were pretty old. Like, that's a long time to be stuck in that era. Right. It's, like, um... I don't remember the word. But, like, kids that are, like, 
born into seclusion. They can't, like, they've never seen the outside and shit like that. And I don't know why I thought of this, but the, whatever, his name was Tom. Mm -hmm. I don't know the actor's name. But in a five-year span, they didn't really change. Like, Sandra Bullock, I guess her hair grew. Oh, yeah, because you can change the hair. But, like, seriously, like, that guy was ripped. And, like, he probably didn't work out all that much in five years. And he was still so massive. He was fighting for his life. So yeah, but he could still hole. he still could have gotten his gym time in. <laughs> what in the house? On. Yeah, just push ups and sit ups and squats. Yeah, probably, probably. No, but that movie broke all sorts of records. Um, again, if that ever happened in real life, like I wonder if um, if. Like, let's say you didn't have blindfolds, you just had your eyes closed. What if you, like, peeked outside, like you were squinting? That's, that then, still then kills you? Then, if you got a glimpse of it, you would open your eyes fully. But at the same time, I guess you don't really want to take the chance of it happening. No. Take the chance of seeing it. No. Well, because even the guy saw it on, the like, the TV monitor. Like, that's not even him seeing it in person. He saw it on a screen, and he still killed himself. That's fa- that, That's still bizarre. Because he tied himself to the chair, and he yeah, still well, he like, was, went out of his way I to think, kill himself. Well, remember they were all downstairs, and they heard a bunch of banging? I think he was like probably rocking the chair back and forth, or like, hitting his head against the table, and then he fell over and cut his head open. That was still bizarre when uh, Sandra Bullock was walking out of the hospital, and that chick was just blasting her head on the glass window. door. Ugh, that was oh, terrible. my God. Imagine being there that day when... All of those people, left and right, are just killing themselves in a plethora of different ways. One chick banging her head up against the glass just shatters her brain. One chick just walks into a burning car and then it explodes. Her sister was like, ah, this is a bunch of bullshit. And then all of a sudden is like, what the hell is that? And then tries to kill herself and then ends up running in front of a a garbage truck. Yeah. It wasn't even going that fast. Like, like, like she looked at her sister and then stepped in front. And it was just like, eh. no, it was going so fast. Not really. I thought so. But yeah, and then like explosions are happening in the streets. Like what? <laughs> How does somebody like get a bomb that fast? <laughs> I'm shocked that uh, she even like, I mean, obviously it's the movie and she had to stay alive. Right. But the fact that they were in the car going left and right when she, like the sister was obviously possessed by it already. Right. Like and all the other pregnant. cars are, all the other cars are possessed by it. Like they should all be running into each other. Right, but they were the only ones. Well, because maybe they hadn't seen it yet. Because not everyone saw it. Like the people that got into the house didn't see it when it was there. I can only imagine staying in that same house for as long as they did. Mm. I, I remember when it was like a, ten of them, like the old man, um, the old lady, old lady, the pregnant girl. The t- Machine uh, Gun Kelly, Felix, yeah. and then like that uh, trainer or whatever. Cop in training. She was at uh, police school. Yeah, whatever. Cadet or whatever. No one really cares. Well, they left, but so they suck. So. Those were the two. So it was Machine Gun Kelly and then that cop slash trainer who ended up like sleeping together or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like those were the only characters that they didn't um, show die. They kind of just, like, well, skipped ahead. Well, you kind of just figured that they died because they stole the car. They did? What car? The car that they took to the grocery store. They painted the windows all black and, like, whatever. They went to the garage, got in the car, opened the garage, closed the garage, and they were gone. They Why? took the car. Because they wanted to escape. They Why? Didn't, they didn't want to stay in the house the whole time. They wanted to try and find another way to live. So they took the car and made everyone else Idiots. Stay. Yeah, they definitely... Or they they went, weren't smart enough. Or they went back to the grocery store and just stayed there. 
that honestly would have been smart. But a lot of people go there. And well, a lot yeah, of psycho. Like that was the other thing, and the psychos. Guy, yeah, the psychos. I didn't get that at first because there were people looking out like, oh, just see it. It's beautiful. So what? They're so psychotic and messed up in the brain when they see all the horrific things, they actually enjoy it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. But if if it's meant to kill you. It doesn't kill them because they It doesn't kill them because they're insane. There was that one guy that they brought in who played it off, though, like he was normal. Right. Oh, that fucking guy. That's weird. I hated that guy. Because he wanted to try to get them all to see it at the same time. Still, but, like, if you're mentally insane like that, you can pretend like you're normal. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. I feel like, I wonder if he saw it beforehand. Because remember, like, their eyes get all pierced regardless. Oh, yeah, and his his looked pretty normal. I guess yeah, he was like waiting. Yeah, like, you see, like, their irises get all, like, zigzaggy. It's creepy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a weird, that's weird. Oh, my God. And then when uh, Tom saw it, he actually tried to fight it off for, like, five seconds. He, oh, my God, he's so great. Like, obviously, he's supposed to be the greatest character. But, like, he fought against it so hard just to save, like, his love and the children. And then he killed himself, which was terrible. But, like, the fact that he, like, sorry, my shoes are making noise. The fact that he, like, fought so hard against it just shows how how good of a guy he was. I feel like there was another character who kind of, not, like, not fought it off, but at the same time, like, didn't immediately kill themselves. I forget which the, character The girl was. with the baby. Sandra right. was like, give me yeah. your baby! Give me your baby for just a second! So thank God she did, and then she jumped out the window. I feel like that was more of, you like, You gotta make grabbing. sure, when you put this up, you say spoilers, because we're, t- we're talking about the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like at this point, it broke People all those box yeah, office true. draws. I feel like everybody's seen it already. Yeah, or watch it whenever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, but Bird Box spoilers for sure. And you gotta watch Haunt or uh, Haunting of a Hill House. Mom keeps calling it the She says it wrong every single time. What, what, what does she say? The The Hill How the The Haunted House on a Hill. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. watching the Haunted the House on a on Hill. The hill house. Like what? Yeah. That's not it. Close oh. enough. She's like, I can't get it. Every time I say wrong. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. And the premise of that movie or that series, it's just a one off one season which kind of stinks because I originally That's thought true. I, I originally thought thing. one by one they were like some bizarre way they were gonna die which would have been way more interesting than just killing off the youngest daughter and the mom sure. and the dad eventually in the end he, he dies in the end uh, I, I haven't seen the right. ending you didn't see it my <laughs> bad wait no it's fine because I, I probably won't watch it but I want to know the dad uh, dies yep, do they the, all die or no no so, well, the dad, sacri- he doesn't, like, get oh, possessed and die. He sacrifices himself because all the kids get locked in that red room. Yeah, what's in there? So the red room, I, I don't know how many episodes you watched, but there's always... I se- saw him, I saw it open, and he went to go in, and then it didn't show what was inside. That's the only thing. So the red room, it's like a delusion, basically. So throughout the series, they show scenes of every kid in a room by themselves, whether it's... Uh, Steve, who has, like, his gaming room. Yeah. Or um, the mom had, like, her reading room. Right. That's all the red room. And, yeah, and Luke had his uh, treehouse. Theo. Oh, and the dad was like, we don't have a treehouse. Theo. There was never a treehouse. Theo had the dancing room. Okay. Like, she, like, it was, like, just a TV, and she played, like, her dance films on it or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, But, yeah, that was so they all, all the thought same they room. had their own separate room. That was room, all was the same room, room, but it was the red room. Oh, no way. And there was like And they this... all thought it was just locked. They didn't realize they all go in. Yeah. <gasps> so in the beginning, 
there was a scene when Shirley and uh, Nellie were kids and they were trying to open it up with like the master key that they got. Right. And they see like those footsteps like lingering underneath. Oh, under the thing. But that was Theo on the other side in her dance room. Just like dancing, thinking someone was on the other side trying to get in. So Theo was actually in there? Yeah. But so, oh, and Theo was possessed so she could get in, but the other two couldn't get in because they weren't possessed or whatever. But nobody knew they were possessed. And isn't that the room that Nellie killed herself in? No. So Nellie is just, goes to the house and becomes insane, starts dancing around like she's in a 1950s movie. No way. And she runs into the mom. Right. And the mom's telling her, like, oh, it's okay, like, welcome back, you're awake. Like, she always said that. She didn't say, like, oh, you're not going to die, but you're going to wake up from this bad dream. Oh, jeez. And Nellie ends up hanging herself from the top of the staircase. And bent neck lady. Breaks she her is the neck, bent neck lady. Breaks her neck, and then as soon as it happens, it takes her back to every time she saw the bent neck lady. And she realized it was herself. And she realized it's herself, and she screams, and then her younger self screams, and it's a really... <sighs> Creepy I'm like mystery. Freaked out right now. Yeah, we're in the basement oh, right now. Oh god, I keep hearing noises. Yikes. I'm getting all scared. Um, but that's just weird to me because she doesn't. How how can she see herself? I don't get that. Like, how does she see herself before she dies? Because it's the the house is a massive delusion where it like basically showed their future, but they didn't know it yet. And they left the house, too. And it still haunted them. Yeah. That's fucked. And what about the, like, the owners of the house? Mr. and Mrs. Dudley or whatever? Dud- so they live there, like, years before. Are they haunted by it? Why is no, the so, family haunted by it? So they realized it quick. Like, this okay, place is kind of effed up. Yeah. So they ended up leaving. I forget. There was something else to it, but they ended up leaving. But at the same time, they knew it was a haunted house. Um, so when the, uh, what was the Cranes came in, yeah, the last name's, uh, Crane, mm-hmm. and they came in, fixed up the house, or at least tried to, because the house right. was so screwed up, All and the they helped them, but they never really told them what was wrong with the house, they just kind of hinted, like, oh yeah, there's some corks in this yeah, house. Yeah, no like, kidding. Something was a bit off, and they basically, when it happened, like, when it all came to fruition... The Dudleys had a daughter. Do you remember when um, Luke drew, like, a picture of, like, the blonde-haired girl in the woods? Like, he kept saying, oh, I have a friend who's, like, all the way in the woods. Oh, that, shit. That was oh, the Dudley's yeah. daughter. Oh, who just who's ca- dead. Who just, like, no, she's not, she wasn't dead. She just was a weird chick who hung out in the woods, oh, I guess. Oh, she actually did? She was an actual alive person. And they just didn't believe it. But or the what? final night, so the mom, this is the final night, the mom leaves... Because the house is making her insane. She's having, like, lucid dreams and stuff. This is before she dies. Yes. Like, there was one night where she woke up with... She was like, oh, I'm going to take a two-week break. I'm yeah. going to go stay somewhere So, else. like, she woke up one night when they decided this. She woke up one night on top of her husband holding a knife. The knife neck. to his chest. Yeah, yeah, And he's yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, I saw and, that scene. I saw that scene. And she's like, all right, I'm going to leave. So she ends up going to, like, her sister's house or her mother's house. Or so she says... When really she goes to like a hotel room, like wasn't probably like like ten a, minutes away. Wasn't it the cot, like the, the cottage also owned by the Dudleys or something like that? They own like the entire property or something. Okay. Uh, but the mom doesn't leave, so in the middle of the night that night. Oh, she doesn't actually leave. leave. She goes back. She ends up going because she went to a hotel room, like probably like a few blocks down the road. Because um. she like missed her family or whatever. 
So she ends up coming back middle of the night. Because she's possessed. And starts, like, cleaning dishes or something. So one of the daughters comes out in the middle of the night to see, like, who's there. And it's the mother. And they're like, Mom? It's like, oh, hi, honey. And, and um, so she ends up waking Luke, Nellie, and Luke's friend, who's the, the Dudley's daughter, who was sleeping over in the same bed, which was really weird, considering oh, how, how young how, they were. How old were they? They had to be, like, six or seven okay, years so old. Okay, so, yeah, they could sleep next to each other. Oh, that's so weird, though. That's like Kate and Steven sleeping next to each other. Except they're not related. That's like um, Kate and Steven Chatfield sleeping next yeah, to each if other. if they're friends, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's weird. Um, but <laughs> anyway, the mom wakes them all up, takes them to the red room, which is now like a dining area, but none of them realize it. And she puts rat poisoning in their tea for like a tea party. The mom does? But the mom puts rat poisoning. Without, like, re- like she obviously didn't want to. Right, but, but she like, didn't even know. It, yeah. But she's, like, possessed at this point. And the dad wakes up, talks to Shirley, the oldest daughter, who's like, Mom was here, like, downstairs. She's like, really? So he starts looking around the room and realizes both of his kids are out of their rooms and goes to the red room because the door's open and realizes that the mom's, like, feeding them tea and then he, like, wipes all the tea out of the way, slams the mom up against the door or whatever but the Dudley's daughter drunk or drank the tea and she she had rat poisoning and died (gasps) no way and the Dudley's ended up coming over like where is she where is she is she here and then they saw her on the ground dead like were horrified but then they heard mommy mommy it was like her ghost came into the room no 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 Uh, no I don't like that the mom was like oh thank god I mean I know you're dead but at least I get to see you here you know like it wasn't even it wasn't even like oh crap like our six-year-old daughter died. It's like, oh, no, she's still here in a ghost form. We just have to visit her every night. So they all, so the cranes at this point, the father's like, all right, I have to get out of here. Like, all my kids have to get out of here. And the Dudleys um, are, are like, that's fine. We get that totally. Like, we understand this isn't, like, your wife's fault. This isn't your fault. Like, it's the house's fault. Yeah. But the only way for the Dudleys to see their daughter at this point is to come back to the house every night. So, so they're they like, do. so they're like, you can leave. You don't, if you don't want to sell the house, that's fine. That's understandable. But you have to keep the house up because the dad planned on uh, like burning the house yeah, down. The house. Yeah. So what happened at the end when Luke tried to burn the house down? So when Luke, I know I saw his face get grabbed by like the mom or, oh, no. or no, it was by Penelope or whatever her name. No, is. God, that that's the reason it's haunted. That because of that, woman. she was like an insane. She had, yeah. She, she was, was like, like mentally, mentally insane. insane. Poppy, that was her name. Oh, Poppy. Ugh, okay. And she was green at that point. Like, it was like, she was like a demon. Ugh. And, uh, yeah, he tries to light it up. Gasoline's everywhere regardless. They're all walking around in a house full of gasoline. Well, because he lights the, he lights it right? and it doesn't go So, off. at this point, the dad, the father, and then are in one car going to the house. And then Shirley and Right, Theo. and the mom pops out from the back. No, that, that was Nellie. That was, oh, that, was that was the, the most mom. unexpected that pop. Was so scary. I didn't. I I was working that day. I was at Tempe Diablo Stadium, PA, announcing for the Arizona Fall League. Mm-hmm. Like watching it on my laptop while I'm doing the announcing and the scoreboard and stuff. And that part came up. I was like, shit. You're like, <laughs> like I was about to press on the button to like announce one of the players. Like, <laughs> up to bat. Oh! Up to bed is a woo, woo, sorry there. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, no, that's that 
got me good. Because they were just in the car talking, like, arguing, like, normally. Like, they were for basically the entire last episode. And all of a sudden, her ghost just screams in the oh middle of them. And Theo was trying to make a point, like, like there's good, like Shirley was denying the whole thing. Of like course. obviously, like, she, uh, obviously, Steve. yeah, but Steve denied like everything that happened in the house. Shirley knew what happened in the house, but she like was continuing to deny that, like it's just our imaginations and stuff. Theo's like, no, they're actually we're, here. And yeah, then, we're obviously and then she here. came out of nowhere and they like crashed the car. She's like, do you believe it now? Was that not our sister? Was that not her? Yeah. And so what's with Theo and the gloves? Like, like. She can see people's fears or something? What, what is that? Uh, there's she a word. people? Yeah, so there's a word for it. Uh, I have no idea what it is. Mom and Dad were talking about it last night. It's a, it's a real thing? It's a theory. Like, it's like a... Like, um, A myth. Okay. But, like, no, it's like one of those unproven things, but some people apparently possess Like a psychic, it. kind of. So, like, if she touches things without the gloves, like, if she, mm-hmm. like, touches things barehanded... She, she feels what she, you feel or something? Yeah, she, like, feel or, like, she can sense what happened to you, basically. That's weird. That's bizarre. So, at, like, one point, there she's, like, a... She got, like, her PhD, and she's helping out this one chick who says this Mr. Smiley guy, like, basically, like, haunts her at night, and he lives in the basement. So she went down to the basement of that house mm-hmm. and um, sat down or lied down in a couch that was down there looked up at the ceiling there were just like little like uh marks that made a smiley face and that's what the little girl saw when her father at the orphanage was molesting her so theo's feeling all that and she starts like freaking out and you're like oh what is she looking at what is she looking at you know and then she ends up they end up arresting the father it's a big thing but yeah in the end the mother ends up jumping off the staircase i think so her face got completely smashed because there was one point where theo actually touched the mom looked down at the hand her mom or the little girl's mom her mom so that oh, so no theo way. was a kid at this point and like she's talking to her mom and her mom touches oh. her and she's like that's kind of weird looks down at her hand and then looks back up and her mom's face is just like demented because she she jumped off she the jumped staircase. off the i thought she hung herself too no no she helped the hanging of her daughter, right, though, right. which was weird. The ghost she, like, pushed her off. It's like, all right, you're going to wake up now. No, you're not. No, you, uh, you, no not, actually. <laughs> not anymore. It's a different effect. Ugh. Yeah, that's and, a creepy uh, show. Steven doesn't believe in any of it. Steven, now this has, like, nothing to do with, like, the actual story of the show. I just think it's very, like, douchebaggy of him. Um, so he's married. His, him and his wife have problems throughout. Like, oh, and he doesn't years. tell her that he's he had a, a vasectomy. So right? basically, what a dick. He, he had a vasectomy when he was like really young, like out, years right before, out of college, like years before he met her. Yeah. And he married her knowing that she wanted kids. He didn't tell her. And then they tried to have kids. He's like, oh, I don't know what's going oh, on. I guess uh, sperm <laughs> a little tired today. No sperm count. <laughs> and I guess he ends up telling her, and then like obviously like that ruined the marriage. Oh. But why not at that point just like oh why don't we like, going I'll, into the relationship say oh I had a vasectomy like what or, the fuck or if you're already that deep into your lie just say oh well you might as well adopt or something like that like why continue yeah but to, she wanted her own kids I remember her saying that I, I guess that's like a big issue like I yeah I mean mothers are attached to their babies yeah but at the same time like if you want a kid that bad like yeah it's, it's not the, gonna work out that way right. 
But did they end up getting divorced or what? Or I don't what? think. Wait, I so think... what happens to Steve, Theo, and Shirley after? So, so they all go into the room to save Luke. Luke's locked in the red room because that poppy chick threw right. him in there. Okay. And the dad and the brother get there first. They're looking up. They're looking for Luke, and the red room opens, mm-hmm. and they see Luke in there with a heroin needle no. in his arm. But he didn't do it. The he... chick placed it there so he'd die. Okay. And Steve immediately runs in the red room, and the dad goes, no, wait. And the dad tries to run in, and the door slams in on him. So, so now, now now Steven and Luke are both trapped oh, in there. Oh, no. The dad was probably and then yeah. And then Shirley and uh, Theo end up getting there, and something okay. knocks them out. It may have been Poppy, but then they wake up in the red room, too. So now all the kids are in there? Yeah, and they all have lucid dreams. Right. About like like them dying or whatever, and like the mom's in it because mom's like the vocal point of the entire story. Mm-hmm. And they all end up waking up, and they all try and save Luke. And Luke's having a dream where he's with Nelly, uh, the little girl, and the mom. And she's like, "Oh, you're awake now." He's like, "I'm dead." She's like, "Oh no, you're awake." And they're all having tea. And Nelly's like, "No, they're like, don't join us." Oh, Nelly, because they're twin things. So yeah, she's like save yourself. So basically, I don't know what happened, but he ended up getting pulled back into real life, and he ended up waking up, and he was fine. So they all, all the rest of them survived except the dad. So you don't think they'll make a season two about the kids, those kids? I don't know. I don't think there's any point at this point. I don't know like, what they point. could yeah. say. Um, but yeah, the dad's outside talking to the mom. The mom's there, you know. Mm-hmm. So is Poppy, and then Poppy ends up getting, or like the mom like scares Poppy away or whatever. So the mom and dad are just talking, like, oh, no, they're all waking up. Like, no, all your kids are dying. And if, and, if, and if you don't save them, they're all going to die, right. basically. She, he's like, you need to open that door. Like, if you open the door, I'll stay here with you, basically. Oh, so let them leave and I'll stay. So the door ends up opening. Steve gathers all the other siblings. They all get in their cars. And before he leaves, the dad's just like, all right, Steve, like, take you're the man of the family now. Yeah. Oh, my and, and then God. the dad morphs into, like, his old self when he was a kid and ends up going into the red room with Nellie and the mom. So then they all leave. Steve goes back to L.A., makes up with his wife. Like, not really, but, like, apologizes right. and they, like, make up. And then uh, Luke is, like, two months clean of drugs and they have, like, a big party for him. The, so, um, what's her name? Theo? Shirley. Oh, Shirley. Shirley, so every now and then, Shirley will get, it's not a ghost, but you, I don't know if you've seen this, have you ever seen One Tree Hill? No. So there's this character that sits in a chair. And he like, he just tips his glass to her. Who is that? So that's the main character in One Tree Hill, and this story, so she had an affair, but never told it to her husband, that's who she had an affair with, and in her dream before she wakes up in the red room, she's having a conversation with a guy like... Yeah, I had a wedding ring. You had a red, uh, wedding wings. So like, <laughs> wedding wings. Like so, so like she she was gonna say no to the guy until she saw his wedding ring because at that point she's like, oh, now we both have something to lose if something oh, happens. Bitch, so yeah. she ends up she, like I, I never liked the Shirley character. She she's was always annoying. a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. She really was. so stubborn. But yeah, so that's the, like she she it, sees the ghost of that guy. Yeah, but like in the very end, um, she ends up telling him it doesn't show you. Or doesn't show us telling her. she was all nasty her. to him when Theo was trying to feel something or whatever and she found them in that yeah. room. She freaked the fuck out knowing she she had an affair too. 
Not that he even did it. But anything. she wasn't, yeah, she wasn't trying to have an affair with her husband. She was trying to feel something because when, Exa- she, yeah, when exactly. she touched but Nellie, the way she, she lost all it. feeling. The way Shirley saw it yeah. was that she was trying to, even though she's lesbian. Yeah. Uh, I don't really, really know. So in the end, Shirley ends up, like, telling the husband. It, like, shows, like, I have to tell you something, then it cuts off. I don't know what really happened to Theodora. She kind of just, like, went back to her normal life. Still living in the side house or whatever? Yeah, still went back to her old job. I, I don't really think she had any. I mean, she had, like, this girlfriend. Like, the Asian girl? Yeah, girl. like, wasn't her girlfriend, but, like, she stuck around. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's ba- that's basically it. So Luke's good? Yeah, because they had that party. Yeah, that's that's how the there. series ends. Them, like, having a cake for him because he's, like, two months sober or that's whatever. That's good. Damn. That's how that series ends. I, I don't know why it was so touching. Like, apparently Owen cried about it. Because, probably because of the dad staying in the house. Plus that Gregory Allen Isakoff song plays. Gregory Allen Isakoff? <laughs> Gregory Allen Isakoff. Who's that? Dad listens to him. He plays all that. Like, the song that played when the dad stayed at the house. Was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will go if you ask. Right, 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 right. I will stay. Right. So, then the McCarrens, obviously, you know him, too. So, Uncle Tim's like, it was like a family song, man. And it just like, oh, perfect song, perfect scene. I started tearing up. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, damn. That, yeah, that's a good show. Yeah, so- I have not watched it fully but knowing me i probably won't because i'm too scared at this point like what's uh, like you're already three episodes behind mom and dad declan's i don't even know like declan watched like half of an episode <laughs> yeah uncle Tim, i'm trying to get declan to watch it with me but he's yeah uh, we should probably head up for dinner now considering oh yeah it's our new year's day dinner with mom and dad so we and re- declan's out with his friends yes <laughs> we recapped bird box yes bird box. haunting of a hill house this is episode 39 Remember, the Osho Podcast is presented by FantasyJocks.com. Get your fantasy trophies, rings, belts, plaques, you name it. Fantasy football season is over, so you may as well get out there. FantasyJocks.com. Be a champ today. Hit it, Hootie. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube